There are heartbroken families out there that are desperate to find their loved ones. And the few minutes of their time to put that report into NamUs can change someone's life. This is an update to the first season of Catalyst, an investigative podcast from KXAN News. I'm Josh Hinkle. Recently, we've been talking with State Representative Lacey Hall, a Republican from Houston. Last legislative session, which was her first as a lawmaker, she wrote the bill that now requires police across Texas to submit missing persons cases to a national public online database, the National Missing and Unidentified Persons System, or NamUs. It's helped police solve crimes and families find closure, sometimes even find their missing loved ones. I made a commitment um, and a promise to a constituent of mine. As you know, how the story all came about from David Fritz telling me when I knocked on his door, and the first time I ran, when I was block walking, he told me the story about his son, Joseph, who was missing, and that's how this all came about. So this was so important to me to be able to keep that promise to him. We wanted to know how well that promise is paying off. In roughly the year after the law went into effect on September 1st, 2021, NamUs tells us about 450 professional users from Texas, which include police, submitted missing persons cases to the system. The new law requires them to do that within 60 days of first receiving a case. But new data we've just obtained from the Department of Public Safety shows Texas police have actually received nearly 6,500 cases that weren't cleared within 60 days in that same time frame. Sixty-five hundred such cases received by Texas police, but only 450 reported to NamUs by professional users. That discrepancy means it's possible thousands of cases were never entered into NamUs by Texas police, something we shared with Representative Hall when we last spoke. Well, I think a lot of it is awareness. I don't believe that overall that there's agencies out there who are unwilling to comply. I think a lot of it is just some of them don't know. And so that's the goal with what we're trying to do in spreading the message is to make sure that agencies are aware and some of them it's resources. They may not have the resources to be able to do it. We just ask that if there's any agencies out there that are unsure, they've heard about NamUs, any, whether it's a local jurisdiction or local sheriff's office or whatever it may be, if there's any questions to please reach out to us. I am happy to talk to anyone in my office. We are all happy to help in any way that we can and answer their questions and to try and get everyone on the right path to be able to comply with John and Joseph's law. My KXAN colleague, Arzo Dost, has been following John and Joseph's law since the beginning and recently spoke to the families of the two men it's named after. My name is Alice Alvandares and I'm from Houston, Texas. My name is David Fritz and I'm as well from Houston, Texas. My son, Joseph Fritz, went missing in October of 2017, and I had looked for him for two years and wasn't notified of the finding of his remains until two years later in September of 2019. The whole time I'd been looking for him, he had actually been found uh, six days after he went missing in Laredo, Texas. 
My father is John Joseph Almendares, and he went missing in Houston, Texas in June of 2002. And he was found that same week, except we didn't know. My dad was held in the county morgue and buried unidentified, but he was held for 12 years as we searched for him. And it took 12 years for us. To, um, 12 years later, we were able to find out where he was this entire time through the NamUs database and DNA being taken. We were able to identify my father. I think as far as the role NamUs played was I was able to search NamUs and find an unidentified body report that matched my father's. And so without NamUs, I don't think that I would ever have been able to reopen the case or ever even identified my father. There would have been no other way to find him. For me, unfortunately, my son was never entered into NamUs, but through NamUs, they helped me put my DNA and other family members' DNA, which was uh, eventually uploaded to CODIS, and he was identified. My son, uh, Joseph, was identified that way two years later. But if he had been put in NamUs, I would have been able to identify his remains immediately. Arza's here with me now. Hi, Josh. When you spoke with Alice and David, who, by the way, was that constituent representative Hall said she promised change to when she was running for office, what did they say when they found out every Texas police agency might not be following the law with every case? Well, keep in mind, this is a law that they helped pass. They testified before lawmakers and had to keep reliving just a very difficult time to make this law a reality. We do know that the overall number of cases from Texas that have been reported to NamUs since the law went into effect has gone up. But when it appears police aren't doing as much as they should, as the law requires, that can be disheartening for these families. The fact that what happened to my dad and my family is playing a role in this never happening to anyone else. That's how I know my dad didn't die in vain. But if we don't figure it out, then, you know, I feel like our work is almost for nothing because if it's not being used everywhere or all over Texas and it's not doing what we push for. I think the problem is a lot of the law enforcement don't totally utilize it, don't understand. They see it more of a burden rather than an asset. I think it's a, a great tool. It's efficient and effective. But I do realize it takes time. And I, I do believe that law enforcement, once they realize what a great, efficient tool it is, it, it will be utilized a lot more. For me, I think just the helplessness and frustration that went for looking for your loved one, knowing that there was a tool out there, a more efficient, effective way, just the, the frustration. I hate for someone to have to go through all that pain and anguish when, you know, if there's a, a more efficient and effective way, why not use it? So why is it possible all Texas police agencies aren't using NamUs with every case as required by law? Well, as you mentioned, the law doesn't have any penalty built in for breaking it, and no one in the state government is really tracking compliance. And Representative Hall has said it's too soon to file any new legislation to update the law this legislative session. She says she's been on an awareness campaign of sorts to make sure all police agencies know what the law requires. And if it's a resource problem, she's trying to figure out how to get agencies what they need. Right. Well, there are grants out there, but it may take more than that. Representative Hall has been going to events like the Missing in Harris County Day to raise awareness and also seeing how programs like Operation ID at Texas State University might be able to help. Operation ID works to identify human remains found near the South Texas border. And the families you spoke with know how crucial that kind of thing can be. In both of their cases, their loved ones' bodies were unidentified for years. 
Part of what NamUs does is try to make matches between missing persons and unidentified persons or bodies. And that's exactly why you hear these families still talking about NamUs. They're going to events too, and even willing to come back to the Capitol to help update the law if that's what it takes. So I agree. Making awareness, it's necessary. It's still necessary. I appreciate all the work you and your news station have done to bring awareness. I think that's the most important thing. The problem with NamUs is, is it really takes everybody to participate for it to be effective and efficient. If only part of them, part of the agencies participate in it, it really doesn't do a, a bit of good. You really have to have 100% participation in the program for it to be efficient and effective. I also think that once an officer or law enforcement officer from each county solves their own case through this database, that's what's going to make that county utilize it more and in the next county and the next county. Like one once they see how good this system is and they solve a case, they'll want to use this one. In that new data we've analyzed, the agency with the largest number of cases that weren't cleared within 60 days, which again is when the law says cases must be reported to NamUs, during that time frame we looked at was the Houston Police Department. The DPS data says Houston PD had more than 1,100 such cases. We've reached out to that agency, along with Dallas, Austin, and Fort Worth Police, and the Bear County Sheriff's Office, which had the next highest numbers of cases in that same data statewide. At the time of this recording, some had reached back out and were still trying to figure out why the numbers were so high, or they had explanations like their criteria for missing persons might be different than the DPS data. We're still awaiting some additional responses about the reporting requirement, and we're updating those on our missing persons page online. There's more detail at the end of this episode. We also told Representative Hull that the highest numbers were in the area she represents, Houston. She said it's apparent there are still gaps in reporting, but she believes John and Joseph's law is making an impact. And as she said before, she's reviewing the data we've shared with her office and continuing to reach out to law enforcement agencies and other stakeholders across the state. Right, it's everyone's worst nightmare. And so to be able to help bring closure for these families. When I was at Missing in Harris County, one of the families said, you know, we're in the club that none of us wanted to be in. And it just, how devastating. So to be able to help them bring some sort of closure, to help them in some sort of capacity, to hopefully find their their loved one with something that just takes agencies just a few extra minutes of time is so well worth it. Arzo, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Josh. To see more from Arzo's interviews with the families you just heard, to see where your county falls in the number of cases that should have been reported to NamUs, and to catch up on our complete coverage, go to kxan.com missing persons. Catalyst is reported by me, Josh Hinkle, along with Arzo Dost and David Barrer. Our editor is Richie Bowes. Digital support comes from Jacqueline Ramkasoon, Robert Sims, and Kate Winkle. KXAN's news director is Haley Seihawk, and its vice president and general manager is Eric Glassberg. <laughs>